0: Fanboys and Friends presents a Marvel Cast, Earth's Mightiest Spinoff podcast. Okay, so first off, I just want to say I get it. A girl. You get what? High school. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She oh, thinks I'm some kind girl. of weirdo. You are weirdo.
1: Boys. Dreaming of more. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. What? You're staring out the window in your little fantasy land. Kamala, hey! Already? Really? Come on, like. Do I have to figure out my whole future before lunch? Or, like, really? maybe they're right. I spend too much time in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. That's a fantasy, too. Did something happen to you? you no, know why? Did you hear something? Come on, up. What does it feel like? Cosmic. I always thought I wanted this kind of life, but I never imagined any of this. Do you even know what you are?
0: Smells Like Marvel Spirit, The Kamala Diaries. Alright gang and welcome to the latest episode of Smells Like Marvel Spirit, The Kamala Diaries. No, 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 don't adjust your iPod. I think you can adjust your iPod anyway. You're not listening to a CW podcast or... Given our last episode, maybe you were. I don't know. Is it fun to look at? Yes. Is it a great cultural highlight of a culture we don't know anything about because we're we're little little tiny insects among gods? Well, thank you, Magneto, for that brilliant analysis. Yes. Um, who knows? It could be. Who knows? You know. But we'll figure it out. I am David Sunday, your master of ceremonies, and with me, the clandestine of infinity wielding power and lomboks love for any generation, your symbiote and mine, Mark Harleman. Mark, how's it going?
1: It's going good, going real good.
0: Good. Yeah. So, Mark, uh,. I would say, especially with our first two episodes we talked about, this is definitely a show made outside of us, but no less entertaining.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's a different type of entertaining. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. But that would sound a fair assessment, right?
1: Right. Our last episode we were talking about in... Uh, I was going to say how I was thinking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, in the first (laughs) episode of that, I felt like it was just, you know, immediately pulled me in. We had action just flying, Um, whereas this is a a very slow burn. Um, There's a lot going on, but I think a lot of it you don't realize what's happening until later as you start putting more pieces of people, of their character, and of the plot together. It's a puzzle. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, there is a lot of stuff right there at face value. I mean, the family relationships, um, you know, the friend relationships and stuff like that. But the history and the ties to the partition of India is interesting. And we get tidbits of that, which definitely started piquing my interest. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I, I was like you. I was having a hard time really staying into them. And I was watching them all really late. So... Well, I, I, you know, last episode I said I only watched him once, but I did kind of watch him twice because, like, I would start the episode and find I was falling asleep and have to go back a little bit to where I last yeah, remembered. Right, um, right, right. But I, oh. that was just, like, part of the visuals for me, though. Like, it was, it was cool. It was flashy, but, like, it didn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, she's 16, but I don't remember being 16 and thinking I saw things on the walls of buildings and other stuff. But maybe when I was, like, 8, 9, and 10...
0: I don't know. I I, I remember being uh, ten years old and going to the the Redwood Forest in California and being the only kid looking for Ewoks and being so <laughs> upset I couldn't find any. <laughs>
1: right? I mean, you'd think they'd put a statue out there at least. Right,
0: right. Little little cardboard wicket. I mean, and please.
1: Like we did. It just kept getting shooed up. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Right. Squirrel's trying to mate with it.
1: <laughs> mm
0: hmm. Uh Mark, I gotta point out and 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 we were going over so so much detail with episode two, I, mm-hmm. I almost glossed over this. But did you miss the major, major cameo that is very important to comics history?
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean I mean maybe
0: when oh. the, when uh the dad is is shopping in the circle queue right okay yeah uh if you remember in 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 some old comics issues there used to be a spread of this where you would have superheroes encourage you to buy it uh, but the the one came I'm talking about hostess cherry pies <laughs> Did you catch that? I
1: missed it. No. Oh no.
0: my god. Oh my god. It was it was glorious. I'm like <laughs> Marvel, you son of a bitch. You figured out a way to do it.
1: That's awesome. You
0: figured out a way to get hostess cherry pies into the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> now all now all we need is Hulk Hulk trying to hand a hostess cherry pies. Like, mmm. He keeps squishing. <laughs> they they keep squashing I don't know why. Right. So this pie, episode, pie fourteen in my hand. Right.
1: <laughs> this episode picks up right immediately as the last one epi- uh, ends. It's episode three, destined, which yeah. you know has a promise of something important for Kamala Khan. KK. Uh, so we find out that uh, Cameron's grand—is it his grandma or his mother? It's his mother, right?
0: I believe it's his
1: mother, yes. Yeah, uh, Najma? Uh,
0: that sounds about right.
1: You know, so there were things about his relationship with his mom that didn't make sense. Because honestly, I felt like she should have been his grandma. Because if you think about it, um, you know, she doesn't really age, but she looks a little older. But Asha...
0: Well, had weren't what? they basically all, uh, and I, I think it was revealed as this, weren't they basically all, uh, clandestines, which I yeah. believe is X X-Men comic tie, isn't it?
1: Oh, maybe it is. I, I, all I know is, yeah, they're, they're extra dimensional. Um, yeah. so she actually, uh, she, mom actually explains to Kamala and Cameron as, uh, Cameron as they're, uh, escaping about all the different people, I think there's what, five, maybe six of them, I think it's just five. Um, of the right, yeah. of the clandestines who we find out are are called Jinns. Um the evil genies. And <laughs> so we we find out that uh, you know, Kamala is part Jin, And I think that's kinda cool. Like so, you know, and everybody's all tied up about stuff that happened in episode six. Like, come on, she's part jinn. Like that's that right there is pretty damn awesome. Um so so and I think that that, too, is you know, a step away from complete... Like, she's got so many things going on for her <laughs> that's different than... I, I wonder if there's somebody out there making the argument that you didn't need to do this to Kamala Khan's character. You could have introduced someone totally new and told the same story.
0: Oh, I think they 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 already have done that. And I gotta say... You could have introduced this with someone entirely new and not tied it to Kamala Khan,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? I mean, if you had done that, and and believe me, I love the change. I don't mind the changes they made. I'm not right. I was never. I was never that attached to the Inhuman aspect of her. Mm-hmm. Um... But I'm also kind of torn because I love the changes, but I don't exactly know how to feel about the, well, I I also kind of love to see you take a stab at Inhumans now that ABC's legacy or stained legacy on Inhumans is kind of, thanks to that multi madness cameo, kind of kicked in the dirt.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? I'd love to see the MCU take a stab at at Inhumans. And if you recall, they would have, but Ike Perlmutter was a complete and total ass. Mm -hmm. I believe it was Ike Perlmutter that basically deviated the Inhumans project, because wasn't it on tap to be an MCU film at one point?
1: It was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was also at the time during all of the uh, – you had the Civil War and the Inhumans versus the X-Men and um, – because the Terrigen oh, Mist
0: oh, – The Terrigen wait, wait. Mist kills mutants. Wait, wait, wait. By Civil War, I, I thought you meant like uh, between Feige and Perlmutter. I'm like, yeah, that <laughs> was pretty much a Civil War, wasn't it? Right. To the point where Feige had to go run into Big Papa Iger. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, in, in the comics, when the X Men were going up against the Inhumans, the Terrigen Mist kills X Men, and yeah. Black Bolt wanted uh, to release it, and he had these different ones and was, you know, going to release them, and the X Men went to something. They ended up releasing all of them, and it went like a big cloud traveling around the world, turning what, you know, half the population. Like that would have been an interesting movie, and it would have totally given. The plot of the MCU some wiggle room to tell some new stories because you could have then gone like you know are Inhumans bad or were the Inhumans that forced the decision to become Inhumans on other people bad or right. you know, like there's so many plots that could have played with that
0: now uh, I, now I got bringing this up and I I wonder if you caught it probably but not when we're, <laughs> probably not but when we're go when we're going over the the little flashback to the early days of the clandestines, mm-hmm. and they find a bangle on a blue arm. Right. right? Uh, clearly, Cree, and obviously, right. we'll talk about that later. But um, I don't know if you caught that what they're standing on. There looks like symbols on the ground. Oh. Symbols in a circular pattern. Right very familiar to well, a movie we just saw a couple months ago. Shang-Chi.
1: Ten Ring Action.
0: Uh-huh. Did you catch?
1: I, I I didn't, but I was already picking up parallels to it, you know, with the first two episodes and yeah. the bangle itself. So, I mean, yeah, you know, once you sell that blue hand, it, it does kind of like all start to click together. There's definitely more of an extraterrestrial vibe Going on in the MCU right now, which in the comics came much later.
0: Yeah, it did. But like I said, uh, and I'm still alluding to, and we'll get to when we get to it. I think Feige's a little tired of waiting.
1: Right. You know.
0: Uh, So I think that's why he pulled the 180 away from the the Kamala Khan Inhuman card. Uh, which um, again, I I don't mind, but I'm kind of torn on the the uh, the issue. Not because I not because I cherished, you know, the the Kamala Khan being an Inhuman, mm-hmm. but because I'm like, okay, ABC did such dirty trash to Inhumans. Mm-hmm. What would your version of it be? I I kind of want to see the MCU, and I think they will eventually. They'll just go a, a different 180 um, degrees direction with it, much like they did here with Kamala. Right. You know, I think we will get an MCU stab at humans eventually, but it'll be done, you know, completely different.
1: Right. Did you get the feeling that the Nord Dimension might be a step towards uh, the Fantastic Four because Reed Richards had that other... I can't remember what the heck it was called. Kind of like how Pym had his Pym Particles and you could go into Pym Space. Reed Richards had one. Johnny ended up there. Gosh, what is the name of it?
0: Are are you referring to, like, the... Do I think it's a, a step toward the negative zone?
1: Yes, that's... Yes. Because, like, you know, we now know that this is the nor dimension it's not the nor universe yeah
0: uh, well i i don't necessarily think it'll be tied to the negative zone i think what that'll be
1: well i'm not uh, saying necessarily tied but more like how like the negative zone is a dimension of its own and then you've got like the quantum realm as a dimension of its own right right. nor being a dimension of its own what
0: i'm saying is i think what we'll see more of as far as time to Fantastic Four is, and I I think it'll be worthy to talk about when we get to it. But with Ant-Man and the Lost Quantum Mania, the miniature city in the quantum realm isn't that Chronopolis? I think it is.
1: Yeah, or at least it was supposed to be.
0: I think we'll end up seeing you know Fantastic Four somehow tied with that. Right. Maybe maybe Kane has them all uh, captured there. I don't
1: know. Right, and I I just thought it was interesting in the aspect of you know I at first I was thinking of it as a, as a multiverse like its own world like that. And then was, like its minute. own no.
0: pocket multiverse or you something.
1: Know I well, well, like how the way the multiverse works, but you know, dimension isn't its own time stream. You know, So I was like, oh, that's... So then I had to kind of reevaluate what I was thinking. Right, yeah, no, I, know. <laughs> I know, I know,
0: I know. I know where you've got in that. I know where you've yeah. got in that.
1: So, yeah, we get a lot of def- uh, disposition when it comes to that from uh, uh, Najma. Me,
0: you mean exposition?
1: Exposition,
0: yes, yes. Mm-hmm,
1: that. Mm-hmm. We get a whole bunch. Um, that's when we get that flashback. We find out about the bangle. Uh, and that's what she also tells them, that the bangle might... Be able to help them return. Like she's not, not one hundred percent sure, but she's sure enough to risk everything. Um, Kamala uh, does agree to help, but that's when Bruno like kind of steps in as like, hey, you know, uh, interdimensional travel, you know, that might be dangerous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Kamala in this case. Listen, the only goofy white boy in
1: Jersey. <laughs> yep,
0: <laughs> he might know what he's talking about. So, I mean, as the episode goes, it turns
1: out he does. Right. Yep. So Kamala agrees to help, but of course, uh, you know, she does it in her own way. And this kind of ticks off uh, Najma. She uh, decides to force Kamala's hand. We're like, oh, stuff's going wrong. And this is where uh, uh, Kamala's brother, what is his name, Amir, uh, his wedding comes in. Like, that was a lot of fun to get to watch the wedding. Again, the cultural stuff was really tight there, Um, you know, getting to see that. That was probably the only thing that I've probably seen outside of, you know, the mosque-type stuff in other shows.
0: Now, wait a minute. Did we have that in three or did we have that in two? Uh, It was in three. They were talking about it in two. Ah, ah, yes, of course, of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because this is the one where he actually marries her. Um, and yeah. this is where Cameron uh, crashes the wedding. He's like, yo, they're all coming for you. And that's when all the clandestines arrive and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> right,
0: right. The wedding crashers, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And Which no, honestly, I'm no surprised it didn't go with No,
0: that. kids, not Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson.
1: Right? Instead, they go with Destined. It should have been Wedding crashers. By the
0: way, by the way, little side tangent on a little wedding crasher joke. If we ever, 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 ever. God forbid ever see a, a sequel to Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. Get rid of Vince Vaughn. I'd rather see Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. <laughs> right. I just it's like, sorry, Vince, I love you, buddy, but I just want you can go back and, and take John Favreau away from Lucasfilm and do like a swing or two. I don't care. Right. But I I just want to see Tom Tom Hilson and Noah Wilson because uh, I may not have been the biggest fan of Loki, but those two are just gold together. Yep,
1: um, Najma she tries to use the bangle. This is when we get the vision of the train, um, and that was I you know that eventually as we get to see more of it later episodes was really cool scene. I, I think that was probably one of my favorites. I did yeah. kind of wish we would get more as to how she got there, but we'll talk about. We'll talk about that in one of the next episodes.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Um, And then, of course, you know, cue in the Department of Control, because, you know, Damage Control happens to know where she's at at all times, and they show up and capture the clandestines. You're like, "Um, okay, Kamala though they escape, so they get away.
0: Right, right, yeah. Because no one uh, looks at the girl who literally just, you know, did a... Power display right in front of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when Nokia gets upset. Uh, let's she's talk like, about.
0: Let's talk about. We'll get to Nokia in a minute, but let's talk about uh, Kamala's uh, power difference.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: because yeah, I, well, because actually, she's what nightlight. Yeah, you know, nightlight. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> this is less goofy than Night Monkey. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Well, right. though Nightlight and well, Night Monkey, they would make an interesting pair together.
1: And, but, and Nightlight's power is hard light, isn't that what they were calling it?
0: Yeah, 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 I think. But what what I want to ask you, Mark, is what do you make of the um, the the big in power changes because it it is still big in powers, it's just well, not as
1: of right now, we don't know that but yes, you are right, it is well, still yeah,
0: you, well, but we kind of know that because when the fist comes out Yeah. that's what we're used to seeing from the the, the, the Avengers cartoon back in right. the day right, right so what I, I guess what I'm asking is in relation to how Kamala's powers always were
1: mm-hmm
0: are you starting to at least like what they adapted it with
1: oh I mean, yeah i'm 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 actually on board with how her powers and stuff work um, the I think we get enough to get around it in one of the later episodes. I mean like yeah, one of the things do, I like she and again correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that in the comics she can also do basically an ant-man she can grow big and shrink,
0: yeah. Yeah, right. I, be- so, I believe that's that's another one of her, her abilities. Yeah, right. At this
1: point, it's give, mostly give, her hands.
0: Giving episode six, and we'll get there when we get there. But it's probably going to not be that. Um, you know, I mean, as long as we have Scott Lang around, I can't see um, that being a part of Kamala Khan's power set. Right.
1: Like how many how many growers do we need? We well, got Goliath, we got Ant Man, we got the right, wasp. right,
0: right. <laughs> you know what I was thinking, and we'll talk more about it later, especially when we get to uh, our next episode. Uh, you know, episode three uh, in our discussions, mm-hmm. but um, I I kind of feel that a large part of her power is reminding me of jubilee.
1: Oh yeah. Right. No, I could see that.
0: Yeah. But instead of, you know, the light coming out and spreading like fireworks, it comes out and hardens into a platform.
1: Mhm. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it reminds me of Smallville in a way. How <laughs> you know, we're watching Miss Marvel, but she's called Nightlight. Just like we watched clark go around as the blur (laughs) and we saw flash as impulse
0: (laughs) yeah 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 well no we saw flash as the blur but no no no
1: no he was impulse and and uh clark was they started to call him the blue and red blur later but he was the blur when they were talking about the the running blur it was always him
0: oh well i like i said Despite the title, despite the titling of our podcast, I kind of fell off a lot of the CW. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, You know, there. this episode didn't have a lot going on outside of the wedding itself. Right. Um You know, in that same way like we were talking in the last episode, there's a lot of visuals going on that it's really kind of really hard to talk about unless you're watching it as you're talking. Because like, they more go along with the lines of what Kamala's thinking. Um, right, yeah. So so you know this one's pretty much over at this point. I mean she very, had that vision of the train.
0: They and go she along, gets home. they go along with, with the thoughts of what Kamala's thinking very much like uh the um, the early days of comic book panels and mm-hmm. that one that one incredible Hulk movie which we will never ever 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 speak of. Ain <laughs> Lee with Nick Nolte and the Hulk Dogs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, kids, yeah, you praise MCU now, but uh, you know, Mark and I were there. You guys <laughs> don't know the very dark days of when the <laughs> MCU was complete and utter trash. Yeah, like was- I'm, am ta- talking. Even though a lot, even though a lot of Generation of Men got through puberty uh, with this. Uh, you know, God bless you know uh, the Jabba, the hut, and the gold bikini. But you know Leah Thompson in her underwear with that goddamn duck. You guys just <laughs> don't know. You guys just don't know. <gasps> oh, yep. Oh my God. Okay, okay. I I'm done. I I I I had to get that out out because. You know, these kids today, they, they they praise the MCU. They think Feige's a god. They all worship him like, like Ewoks worshiping C-3PO. Right. <laughs> right. But this isn't right, man, because the MCU wasn't always gold.
1: No. And it's good you got it in because actually that's where the episode ends. Uh, Kamala goes home and she gets a phone call from her grandma. Turns out grandma also saw the train. She's like, you got to come and visit me. Uh, so we're like, oh, we're going yeah. into episode four now.
0: <laughs> now, now, this is how you know things are unrealistic in this show. Grandma figured out FaceTime.
1: <laughs> what
0: grandma or what relative would figure out FaceTime so easily? Okay, I'm sorry. You can you can do this show does wonderful representation highlights a culture that we know nothing about in extraordinary fashion. It's almost like a little pamphlet history lesson. But I'm sorry, the one thing the one thing that breaks me is Grandma learning FaceTime so easily. Mm-hmm. Feige, what the hell were you thinking?
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah, they should have had a moment where Grandma, your audio's off. Grandma, your audio's on.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Or, she, or, or, uh, you know, she, you start FaceTime, and all of a sudden you just see her chin, and it's like, Grandma, move the phone ah. up.
1: Yes. Well, just like Grandma learning how to use FaceTime, left David seeing red. Episode four is entitled Ugh. "Seeing Red" as well.
0: God. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now. I will say, the the whole re- uh, red red dagger, I think it is. That is a comic book element, because uh, isn't it? I mean, that's the. And if so, isn't that the one thing this has uh, gotten similar from the comics? The
1: Red Dagger Group.
0: Yeah, the Red Dagger Group, because I believe that's a comic thing, isn't it? Well-
1: didn't the Red Daggers become the Hand?
0: I believe so, yeah.
1: I, 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 I've got to admit, I'm not as up-to-date on more of Marvel's martial arts and Daredevil. and Look, uh,
0: they either became the Hand or they were predicting COVID better than we were. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I remember when I watched this episode the first time... I miss that they the, the traveled out of the country. Like, oh, I, yeah? And I was like, when they showed them, I'm like, where did this guy come from? Like, <laughs> I'm
0: trying to figure out where he yeah, came yeah, from later. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I, think that, I think that that reaction is sound because I had that a lot watching this show. I mean, I love this show, but a lot of it is like, okay, where did this come from? You know? Right.
1: Yeah, and I, tell
0: I, you. I say that with these guys much like I said with the Department of Damage Control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, I'll go back to my my earlier example. Trying to follow a lot of what this show was doing reminded me of my frustration reading fate of the jedi it's like how could you have a book series where you don't know your villain until five goddamn books in
1: (laughs) right
0: so that's ah that was that was my breaking point back then mark (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like and i thought and i thought throwing the moon on the dog was my breaking point no disordering your fate of the jedi that was my breaking point (laughs) Uh.
1: so so we get some family moments with uh granddaughter mother and and grandmother um as they have their little reunited moment Uh, uh she tells kamala you know some stuff about the bangle it's trying to you know give her a message and you're like oh what the heck what's this and we're starting to also see a progression of Kamala's eventual costume because at this point this is where she dons the mask right? Uh, yeah. and later she'll get the the scarf and like. I thought that was kind of interesting the way they just kept adding a little bit to her look until she finally you know settled on the one that we know from the comic I mean I felt it was very when we get their comic accurate look um,
0: I will say that is the one thing I like better than the Disney Plus shows we've seen that have have uh, done this, uh, a la Hawkeye or a la Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. where, you know, the last episode you get the accurate look, right? Right. Here we are with episode four, we're not even to the last, and you're starting to have the accurate look sprinkled in. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, And unlike the other two shows, even though I'm excited to see, you know, where we go with Kate Bishop, uh, I'm excited to see where we go with Sam as Cap, mainly because the fact alone that he's black means your storytelling as Cap can be far much more, you know, uh, I'm not going to say far much more interesting cuz Steve Rogers also had his his interesting stories, but well, probably more impactful. Well, definitely more impactful and more relevant, which you can't really say with Steve. Right, you know. Uh so I'm excited on those levels, but I would have wanted to see the costume progress As we went along in those respective shows. As opposed to, you know, you get to the last episode and then boom, the costume's right there. Right. Right? Uh, I'm not sure how they would have done that with Hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I'm awfully glad they did it here. You know? Right. Ugh!
1: Anyway, go on. Well, this is where we see her go down the next day. She's got the mask. She goes down to the train station to investigate. Because we really don't know what the vision was about. She just knows, you know, Grandma also had the vision. Grandma said, come here. And the vision ties in to Grandma because Grandma was the kid that got lost during the uh, parishion of uh, India. So... Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, this is when I started to get more interested. But, again, we're now four episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, everything else felt like it was relationship building. Like, now I feel like now we've got a puzzle. You know, like, what, what's going on?
0: <laughs> I've right. got some clues. We've got, we've got <laughs> a puzzle. A puzzle a little freaking late, but still. Right, absolutely. Uh,
1: but this is where she gets attacked by uh, Kareem, I believe is, is what his name was. He's a member of the Red Daggers, the vigilante group who thinks that she's one of the clandestine. So they've had a run-ins with them before, and it's like, oh, now it's getting deep. Um, he takes her back to their hideout, of course, and that's where uh, she ends up learning about their leader.
0: And I um, love that. I love that he he uh, obviously has good taste. He's like, come with me if you want to live
1: right and this is where we start to get the villainous side of uh the clandestines or or as they're called just to the uh red daggers jinns um he tells them that you know that these jinns are trying to separate the veil of nor um and break it which will separate their dimension from the human world which will allow them to take over and expand it to ours um So, yeah, I was like, oh, that's not good. And, of course, at this point, this is when those same clandestines escape from the Department of Damage Control's prison.
0: Like, oh, this is great. So, basically, they're trying to um, uh, expand their real estate. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm watching this going, what are you, Lex Luthor? Right.
1: Well, not Jamal. She might as well be. I mean, that's when she dumps her son like a hot cake. Like, holy crap.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. No, definitely. That was that was just kind of like, huh,
1: right? Uh, and that's you know that's where I find like she clearly must have had him at a, a later in the game because Asha's family is three generations old and hers is only one. I'm like,
0: what's going on there? Right, right, right.
1: Um, we also get another little montage as uh, as Kamala working with the Red Daggers and they're trying to help her master her powers. But of course, that's when they're attacked. We get we get. I thought it was a fun chase. What did you think of the chase scene?
0: I thought it was fun. Ironically, you know, it's it's more of a fun chasing than whatever the hell a certain dinosaur movie was doing in goddamn Malta. <laughs> Uh, it's like I love you, Bryce. Stick with directing Star Wars, okay? Get out of dinosaur uh, land. Right. Come on. Uh, this is
1: this break. is where we get verification, though, that the clandestines can actually be killed. Um, the leader of the Red Daggers actually manages to take one down.
0: Yeah. Now, when when they break the seal, I've got to ask you something. Mm-hmm. When they break the seal. Did that look... Uh, did that seem a bit uh, terrigen mist?
1: Well, what do you mean when they break the seal? Because I didn't think they broke the seal. Didn't You mean when she got the... stabbed the bangle with the dagger?
0: Oh, wait. I guess I was in five. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Well, I... Because... Well, to, to kind of piggyback off of that because that's kind of to a degree, yeah, I mean, when... When uh, Nanjima stabs it, there was a, a kind of a blue looking mist that came out of it. And that's where I almost fell off. But I actually, with the next episode, I appreciate it more. But she gets launched back in time. Like, I, I wasn't sure at first if we were getting a vision, but no, she is legitimately transferred to another place and time by that Uh, uh, angle.
0: Okay, yeah. You're not the only one that's broke. I was wondering what was going on because Mm -hmm. you almost have goodwill by giving a puzzle, right? Like you were saying. Right. And then you throw a curveball into that puzzle and shatter the pieces. Which just made uh, me go, wait, what? Right. You know. Uh, now, granted, I enjoyed it, and we'll talk about it when we get there. But yeah, I'm just like, I, I, yeah, to quote a certain fussy, golden British butler, "I'm so confused." <laughs> right.
1: Uh, or, or in my case, one astromech droid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true too. Our little uh our little murder droid. Yeah. So uh alright, so gang this will bring us to the end of this particular episode, talking episodes three and four of Miss Marvel. But don't uh, worry,
1: we'll be back in time.
0: It's quite a it's quite it's been an interesting discussion and yes, we'll be back uh, in time. No, not back to the future, but or, or it might be. Who knows? I don't know. We'll, we'll see you later in 1985 or wherever we are. Or, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's later. Maybe it's sooner. Maybe it's way further back. I, I, honestly, Honestly, navigating this show... Is like navigating a certain timeline of books. You're like, where the hell am I? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that's a whole other discussion for a whole different podcast altogether. So, gang, for me and Mark Hurlman, we'll just leave you with this. What the con is going on? Thanks for listening to Smells Like Marvel Spirit, The Kamala Diaries, covering the MCU series Ms. Marvel, streaming
1: exclusively on Disney+.
0: things MCU Marvel is a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. This podcast is meant for informational purposes only and no infringement is intended.